This is Two Girls, One Mike, the show that talks about the holes and plot holes of your favorite porn. Welcome to Two Girls, One Mike, the show that just like Super Mario Brothers, we're also on mushrooms. I'm your co-host, Alice Vaughn, and with me is my gorgeous guest co-host, Natalia oh, Reagan. Stop. Natalia. How are you? I almost just fell into the computer. I, Funny enough, Alice, while cleaning my kitchen this morning, I did find a bag of magic mushrooms. <laughs> That's amazing. Okay. <laughs> yes. So I'm not on them right now, but at any point of the podcast, I will take them. Uh, you guys can vote on it. There's there's three of us total. I can even uh, maybe two of my hands count for a vote. But anyways, I just want to point that out. This is, yeah. So I was actually gifted some mushrooms before pre-pandemic. Now, I, I have to ask, do you take mushrooms during a pandemic? Uh Mike, Natalia, by the way, guys, we have an awesome guest. We Amazing. have an MFF here going on today. Uh, we have Mike Drucker, the co-head writer for Full Frontal uh, with Samantha B and Comedian. How are you doing today, Mike? I'm and good. do you take mush- magic mushrooms during a pandemic? Uh, if I had magic mushrooms, I'd definitely take them during a pandemic. I like magic mushrooms. I'll see you in 45 minutes. Yeah. Come on. Come on over. Put them <laughs> in an envelope. No one's checking the post office anymore. They don't it's have fine. any money. <laughs> Was anyone ever checking what's in those envelopes? No. Mm. That's like a myth you get afraid of when you're in high school. Right. Exactly. How do you think all those uh, people get their drugs at Burning Man? They mail themselves the shit. I believe the uh, U.S. Post Office is the biggest drug mule for the United States. (laughs) Exactly. No longer do you have to stuff it into your ass. Your postman will put it in his. Right. (laughs) They have awesome uh, legs, too, and they usually wear those knee-high socks. I I always found that those are a great way to to stash any sort of... Paraphernalia. <laughs> That's why girls wear those those high boots in the club. Those high boots in the club are not just for show. It's not just for you know turning on the dudes and the gals. It's for stashing your shit. You know. Yep. Money, lipstick, weed, PCP, mushrooms, <laughs> acid, cocaine. What? I'm just gonna name drugs. You just name them all. Yeah, you know. <laughs> See, I just assumed that most people kept stuff in their bras, but that seems so much more convenient. My yep. boobs aren't big enough, Alice. <laughs> no, you go up a cup size. That's why you have the extra room. <laughs> See, I'm learning something every day. Look, all I'm saying is there's a reason bras aren't supposed to fit. I'm picking up what you're laying down. <laughs> Mike, I know you've never worn a bra. Never, not or once. I, I'm assuming Damn you it. haven't. I'm so sorry. The night is young, Mike. I'll be I'm right there. I'm not against it. I'm not against bras. I have no <laughs> pushback against bra culture. I just have never worn one. But do you have a push up with bra culture? I wish. I, I wish. You know, I wish I had something that made my body look better. But I don't know if a bra is it. Uh, your body looks fantastic. Ah, uh, get out of here. Keep going. <laughs> Keep coming. Keep the going. night is young. The I night mean, is young. <laughs> those uh, high boots and push up bras. I mean, well, one of my so my my best girlfriend has. She is gorgeous. She's stunning, and she has size G breasts. I am barely a B. And so for us, like the joke is like her, her boobs are like the, you know, she can have, you know, basically a phone, you could put a phone book, the white pages, the yellow pages, you name it, it can all fit in her, her brassiere. It's, it's pretty impressive. You know, you could have a full six foot long bong kind of condensed down into <laughs> her, her bra. It's, it's fantastic. So you could use that as a COVID mask for oh, your entire face, ah, actually, heck? not just lower half. <laughs> This is very true. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, uh, I'm going to maybe hit her up on about that. You know, I'm running low on masks. If, if you're turning bras into masks, let us know. Email us, info at two girls on Mike. That's very smart. I never thought about it. The cups, like my cup size, like a, a good solid B would be a perfect like N95. Just thwap. Yeah. You know, just take some rubber cement. So I'd also be getting high while wearing the mask. <laughs> of course, guys can join in too. So you could use your cups. Oh, my God. Well, a man was actually making, um, uh, he was using jock straps. There was a great tutorial on Twitter. The internet does provide. So if you want to know how you can turn your old jock straps, he, he was a, a very uh, lovely uh, gay man that was even, tra- I saw this. That, that was even like saying, hey, straight guys, use the um, old jock straps you have from high school. It's really easy. And he did a great <laughs> example of how he, he turned it into this beautiful sort of hot pink mask. That's wild. That's, that smelled of balls. Mike, have you kept your jockstrap from high school? I'm afraid I have never owned a jockstrap. I, I know what I'm never. getting you for Christmas. Thank you. No, I, <laughs> I wear boxers and I, I was never an athlete in high school, so I was never like jockstrap adjacent. But you were, I mean, part of the reason why you're here is you were a gamer. 
right? Oh yeah, most certainly. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Although such like the word gamer is so there's it's such there's so many gross people. Uh, I like <laughs> I like video games. I'm not like someone who has like a terrible looking racing chair and says the n word <laughs> on streams a lot. I'm glad. <laughs> That's the guarantee I give. <laughs> This pleases us. Yeah, good. Is that just setting the bar really low? Yeah, no, it's, it is a low bar. I don't know if you've seen anything relating to my favorite form of art, but it is a low, low bar. Is it Twitch, the platform, right, that they... Twitch is like the big one, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I grew up playing video games. I would never have called myself a gamer. I mean, Super Mario Brothers actually was the very first game that I actually beat as a child, but I remember mm-hmm. just Atari and Nintendo being huge parts of our lives. Mm-hmm. It felt like playing sports sometimes. <laughs> it could. <laughs> but, it could, yeah. But without the, uh, you know, the breaking a sweat or, well, right. I don't know. Sometimes, you know, sometimes you would break a sweat if you were coming up towards the end and didn't know if you were going to beat the dragon, save the princess, whatever. And there's like exercise games now. Like on Switch, there's <gasps> Ring Fit, which I've been using. I've been, I've been actually like using video games to exercise during the quarantine. Have you? Which yeah, ones? Yeah, yeah. You're one step above everybody else in this quarantine. I am using Ring Fit, which is on Switch. I also uh-huh. have a VR headset and there's a couple music games like Beat Saber, which involves a lot of movement. There's also an app called Box VR, which is basically like different little like boxing exercise routines you can set up for oh, yourself. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was, you remember this, you have to remember this because you, if you were a dorky video game player like myself, what was the one that we had in, in Nintendo NES where you could, you had that pad on the ground? Track and field, track Thank and field. Thank you, yes. Ah, we had that. I remember that was because I was a chubby. I, my my mom and dad were just like, they don't stop playing video games. Yeah. <laughs> they won't go outside. No. <laughs> Make them do something. And it, and it, <laughs> or like the Dance Dance Revolution. I dance, remember when yep. uh, I worked on the Drew Carey show for years and Drew actually got one of those Dance Dance Revolutions and put it backstage for a while. And like we would have dance offs. He was very obsessed with like Medal of Honor and 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 that particular dance game. It was strange but very cool it was a cool game element i was so envious growing up of anyone who had dance dance revolution but then again i was terrible when it came to playing video games like i remember specifically my first video game ever being super mario brothers for n64 and i'll never forget well i'm i was also a child yeah uh so that was my gaming system. It wasn't, you know, NES or anything of the sort. But uh, I remember being such a wimp. And to give you guys an idea of how big of a wimp I was, on all the scary levels that involved like Bowser or a big challenger, I would have my dad play. Oh, that's nice. Like you were connected. You're, yeah. You had a connection. That's nice. That's better than my dad would fight us because my dad was obsessed with Zelda. So he would fight us to get to Zelda. Like we would like leave the dinner table and it was like, you know, a running match and like a lot of running between legs and pushing and screaming. And but yeah, because he was all about competing with us and beating us. It was less about doing it together, more like I shall smite you, small child. I brought you into this world. I can take you out. You guys can figure out where we're going with this, which is we reviewed Super Mario porn. And before we get <sighs> right into the dirty, because there's there's a lot of it. Uh, so, I mean, everybody knows of Super Mario Brothers. I mean, he's in the goodness book world's records of the most successful gaming franchise of all time. Global sales of over 250 million units. I mean, Mario's appeared in over 200 video games. Can you guys believe that? Yeah, yeah, I yeah, can definitely. Yeah, I could totally believe that. I worked at Nintendo for two years, so I can definitely believe what? it. What? I did. Mm-hmm. What did you do? I was a localization editor. What does that mean? I worked with Japanese translators to make sure games were grammatically correct and linguistically correct in English. So they would translate it, but then, like, I would help, you know, reform idioms, jokes, cultural references, uh, things so it just sort of made sense to an American English speaking audience. And that the same so office cool. had Latin American Spanish and French Canadian, and then we'd give it to Europe, and then Europe would do European French, European Spanish, German, and all that. Did you ever feel like it was a game of telephone that, like, you know, you'd get the Japanese would get to the, you know, the Americans, the Americans would give it to French, and did it? Did you feel like it always maintained the right level of understanding, or was did it get kind of warped there into some funny concept? I think that was the way in the eighties and nineties, but. I did it about 10 years ago, so everyone was always on email. So you would get, and you know, a lot of the people at Nintendo 
in the Japan division, they spoke English as a second language. Mm -hmm. It's just, you know, if you speak high school or college English, you might not know idioms or you might not have the same cultural references. So you'd get emails that were like, hey, what do you mean by this? Do you do you mean this? And you're like, and you would explain back. But we would do the same thing with them. We would be like, hey, we just want to clarify this point. Do you mean this or do you mean that? Mm -hmm. And Europe would do that with us. So I think it was like a game of telephone a long time ago. But now, at least at Nintendo, I haven't localized anywhere else. There's like a huge, huge line of communication. That's great. Although I feel like the jokes, because I mean, I don't know. It's always funny when they get translated to something so yeah. just absolutely different. But it's nice that they think about that. You know, it was interesting because when I was doing research for this episode, I wanted to see and uh, check, I mean, has there been anything sexually correlated with Super Mario at any point in time? I mean, aside from the obvious Rule 34, right. I was wondering if anyone would ever slip stuff like that into the game. And then I realized, as I kept doing my research, there was uh, actually, speaking of, you know, idioms being translated and jokes being written into the game, I found actually that in in the SNES game Super Mario RPG Legend of Seven Stars, you know where I'm going with this. Yeah. Where am I going with this, Mike? Uh, in the princess's room, you find something that says found princesses. I think it says question mark, question mark, question mark. And then the, one of the toad people might be the chancellor or someone rushes up to you and takes it from you. But you don't know what it is, but you do find it in her bedroom. And he scolds oh. you for finding it. Mm. And Peach's grandmother will sometimes, I believe, I don't know in which version, but rush in and offer a bribe to mine. Mario his own business. Yeah, that's right. That's what I was thinking. It's been a while since I played it, so you're right. Yeah. Wow. So that's... what we're saying is Peach owns a vibrator. Yeah. She's allowed to. She's been kidnapped enough times. She's allowed to have a whole collection. <laughs> yeah. She's earned it. At this point, we need to introduce her to Bad Dragon because she's probably just seen those tales so <laughs> many times. Actually, Mike, I have a question for you about the princess. Do you know why? I do not know why. It's not a trick question. I just don't know why she went from Princess Toadstool to Princess Peach. If there was a a real reason, or if it was just, I feel like Princess Toadstool might be a little too on the nose. <laughs> My understanding of it, and this is a rough understanding because it's been a while since I heard this story, but my understanding was it was always Peach in Japan, and it was Toadstool in the West, I think because they knew it was the Mushroom Kingdom, and at the time they were translating, they thought it was a better way to connect the princess with the Mushroom Kingdom, and again, I may mm -hmm. be very wrong, so I apologize to people who are very mad at me after saying I just worked at Nintendo. <laughs> I do know in Mario 64, when they had Princess, uh, the princess read the letter that opens the game, they had her say Princess Toadstool Peach, because I think that they wanted to start giving her the same name throughout. So that's my understanding. I could be completely wrong, but my understanding is it was always Peach in Japan, and they sort of wanted it to be the same in the whole world, so they mashed them together in 64. Okay, thank you. I know, it was just one of those things where I was like, what What happened? No, I like the Toadstool Princess. Well, I have actually another question since you did work at Nintendo. And I mean, if you don't know the answer to this, it's okay. If you're an audience member who happens to know the answer, info at twogirlsonemike.com. Mm -hmm. But from what I was aware of, I was looking around and I found that in the original, I believe, Super Mario Brothers instruction manual, there's a really weird narrative um, yeah. that I wasn't aware of where... Apparently that Bowser and the Copas are black magic wielding wizards and they've turned uh, the citizens of Mushroom Kingdom into bushes, Bricks. blocks and mushrooms. Yeah. And that's kind of fucked up because that means every time Mario smashes a block or brick, he's smashing an innocent person. Yeah. So that sounds horrific. Is this true? Uh, it is true. That was in, I know for a fact that was in the North American manual. So he's committing mass genocide. Or he's yeah. freeing them for life as being bricks. You know. You could look. <laughs> Maybe it's euthanasia. There was also no solid style guide. Yeah. <laughs> that was a time. Where are they vegetables? Are they sentient bricks? Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, man. You don't yeah. know. That's what you got to wonder. Like, maybe he's just sort of like Dr. Kravorkying it, you know, just like getting those poor souls off to wherever they go next in, in Mario Kingdom land. I don't know where they would go next. I don't, is there a sense of heaven or hell in, in the Mario? It world? honestly depends on the game. Uh, the, like, the, <laughs> like the style guide changes so much from game to game and like what characters are change. And, but there, there's a giant style guide, but it does change. Like, in certain games, there's 
XYZ kingdoms. It honestly depends on what game series. If you're talking about Mario and Luigi, if you're talking about Mario RPG, if you're talking about Paper Mario, if you're talking about the mainstream series, if you're talking about the cart series, all of them have slightly different ways of putting things together. There's an overreaching theory, which has been semi-confirmed, which is that everything in the Mario series is a sort of performance and that they're all actually friends. It's a very weird theory of everything that applies to it. But when I was there at Nintendo, they had a giant style guide that basically told you how big everything is compared to other things, what gender different enemies were, like if you were going to refer to them, little backstories for things. And that style guide has changed based on the needs of the games. Wow, that's impressive. I love the idea that they, you know, it's kind of almost like a dream, sort of like where they're all just sort of performing. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're, you know, at, at a certain point, it's like lunch break, and they're all just hanging out and kicking it. And wow, that, that, I don't know. That's, that's fun. That would yeah. be Leroy Myers, maybe another porn, um, where they all <laughs> just kind of take a break and be pals. Well, they already are acting like pals, really. Yeah. If they're going to be, you know. Making sweet, sweet love. Yeah, and these and these porn parodies, they definitely have like a very casual familiarity with each other. <laughs> what, what, what do you mean, Mike? First of all, uh, <laughs> first of all, when when you guys sent me the porn links, you were like, you don't have to watch the sex, and and, <laughs> and when you said that to me, I was like, okay, we'll see. I'll probably watch the sex. And honestly, in both videos, by the time we got to the sex, I was like, I don't need this. Like, I just. <laughs> Like, I, I skipped to the end to be like, is there like an end block? Which there wasn't for either. But I definitely was like, oh, I, I, I after seeing the parody part, I don't want to watch these people have sex. I think the Star Wars triple X Chewbacca sex scene is like the only one that I legitimately watched the whole way through. No, yeah. Because I was just like, is this, is this really hap? No. They are wow. It was it was one of those, but yeah. Generally, I'm I'm with you. I, it's by the time you get there, you're like I'm not invested in these characters. And I will say the Brazzers one definitely like knew how to compose a porn much better. Again, Brazzers quality site. We all know it. We all love it. Much better <laughs> at composing a sex scene. The other one was so poorly composed, and I hate to weirdly critique the sex in it. Like it just felt like like it looked like if I shot a porn, which is not the bar you want. <laughs> What are you trying to say? Yeah, it was. Um... <laughs> okay, we have different feelings, but uh... <laughs> like the guy, like the guy playing Mario, had to like try to take out his dick like three or four times before he succeeded. Like it just felt like really one take. Do you think that Mario should be that smooth though? I feel like Mario. It wouldn't surprise me if I met like Mario Bob Hoskins Mario or whatever Mario, and it took him like hey three or four times to get the ween out. You know, but there would have been a confidence to it. There would have been a, there I would guess have been a confidence. So. Yeah, more of a, th- a thwap. I'm going to disagree with that because here's the thing. All right, so we didn't review this specific porn, but we did review a porn. Actually, for the first time, we reviewed two porn parodies for one episode, which never <laughs> happens on the show. A back-to-back, almost bareback, but... Uh, there was a third porn parody, which I found out afterwards, which was called Super Horneo Brothers, oh. the 1993 version oh, with no. Ron Jeremy. Oh, no. Yes. Pass. Giant pass. No, no. Wait, I need to watch it. Mike, if you want to come back, it's up to you. Sure, sure. I would love for you if you would like to. Yeah. But here's the thing. Ron Jeremy in 1993 played Mario. And I don't know about you, but I have actually, if there's anyone who's ever going to play Mario. Yeah. Yeah, Ron Jeremy. That makes sense. That does track. I actually made a list of people I'd like to see play Mario and Luigi, if you'd like to hear. Um, yes. Yeah, please. Uh, Al Pacino and Robert De Niro. Okay. Do you mean in a porn or do you mean like in real life? You use your imagination, okay, Mike. I okay. trust you. Patton Oswalt and Doug Stanhope. Okay. Danny DeVito and Ted Danson. It's like a Cheers reunion, but that's definitely with porn. their penises. Kevin Hart and Kevin Nealon. It's the Kevin version. And then Jonah Hill, and I couldn't think of somebody else. You go, who's a good, tall uh, Jonah Hill type? I mean, it could be Michael Sarah. I mean, that would actually be like the, yeah, the, su- would, the super bad version. But um, I don't probably told this story before when I became friends with Ron Jeremy many years ago. No. Have I told this story? Alice, stop me if I have. I think you have. The one where uh, you came into his trailer and your friend shut the door behind you in his trailer saying, oh, she had a sex dream about you. He just said dream. But yes, it was implied that it was a sex dream. And that's how I met Ron Jeremy. But yes, so I still have him on speed dial if you would like to get him on. I mean, he does not need to be on the show. But yes, it was a very awkward. He stole one of my fries. So sure. Rude. Right. You guys have lived more in one day than I have my whole life. (laughs) 
do you want to hang out with Ron? No, <laughs> no. I here's the thing is I feel like Ron Jeremy is the type of celebrity where you're like, oh, cool, it's Ron Jeremy, and then after ten minutes, you're like, all right, well, I gotta go. Well, that's the thing. We I was 22, 23 years old, and we became friends because I actually was I was you know taking anthropology classes. I at the time I was doing production full time. I was doing like anthropology classes at night, and one of the classes I was taking was a speech class, and I was going to do a, a a speech on whether or not humans were meant to be monogamous, meant, uh, based on sexual dimorphism, meaning the size differences between males and females within our own species. Because usually in non-human primates, that's usually what dictates. You know, if, if the males are a lot bigger than the females, like gorillas, they live in different you know, they have not necessarily monogamous. And he, of course, globbed onto that because I told him about it. And he was just like, you know what my theory is. And of course, it's, you know, have sex with anybody and everybody who will allow him to. And we actually hung out a couple times. But again, it was one of those things where I it, he would not, uh, it was hard for him to understand that I was not going to be somebody who had sex with him. Ah, <laughs> oh, geez. You and I was it. just like, can I just be that one person who doesn't? Like, can there just be one I got to imagine there's a, quite a few people who are at that one. Yeah, but it, it was unfortunate because I was like, can't you just have friends? Just friends. <laughs> no. Okay. Got it. Yeah. I mean, but it, it makes for an interesting story 20 years later or so, you know. I mean, around what year do you think this was? 2002, 2003. Yeah. 10 years earlier, he was playing Squeegee Hordeo. And his brother, Orneo Horneo, were transported inside a computer game where they were working as programmers, where instead of Princess Peach, we had Princess Perlina and uh, King Pooper. Uh, and here's the kicker. Uh, King Pooper intended to forcefully wanted to travel to Earth with a tub full of semen energized by a special generator. So think of <laughs> wait, this. Wait, 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 back up. Can you say that? <laughs> wait, I'm sorry. Wait, yeah, please. So... What I'm trying to say is you encountered Ron Jeremy, unfortunately, around the time where he still had the rights to a film where people were traveling out of a video game using a tub full of semen energized by a special generator. That was a peak. That was that and was you the missed peak. It. I missed it. I could have. I could have I could have made love. You could have. Actually, you know what? He should I mean he's the hedgehog. Why doesn't he play Sonic the Hedgehog in the Sonic the Hedgehog porn? I don't think any of us. Oh, there is Sonic that, the Hedgehog porn. I say that wanting to I know, I'm sure. It I, exists. I can only imagine. Do you mean like drawings? Because of course that exists. Or do you mean like no. live action man in blue? Live action. Oh, Sonic man. the Vadgehog, you're welcome. Vag oh yeah, that, that tracks though. That's okay. I like it when they're punny with the names. That makes me happy. Oh, yeah. quick question with the Brazzers porn. Help me out, guys. Sure. I got it that Mario was Tony. That was his, you know, yeah. his his off name. What was Kay? Kay was Kieran. He's the British guy that does too many bits in the porn. Okay. Like he thank always you. does too many bits. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about the Brazzers porn first. Sure. <laughs> because we reviewed two porns yeah. and I thought, you know, considering okay, so we did a we often do a wood rocket porn because they do specialize on the parodies. But I wanted to see what else was out there. And I mean, there's so much. I mean, again, Rule 34, Super Mario Brothers, you're going to get a lot. But I thought, you know, let's just go with something everyone knows, Brazzers. And we had uh, Brooklyn Chase, Karen Lee, and Tony Ribas. And I thought to myself, okay, this is recent enough in the last five, six years. I mean, you've got Luigi and Mario, the original Smash Brothers who were going to smash, right? Yeah. First off, we open on, I have to say, props to Brazzers on the set mm -hmm. because they had two massive pipes. Yeah, yeah. They, they really put in thousands of dollars. Yeah, the fire and- uh, Or a thousand dollars. A thousand dollars, Roughly a yeah. thousand. Yeah. You had two massive, what do you call those pipes that they jump in and out warp of? Warp pipes, warp pipes, yeah. Okay. They had two massive warp pipes. And I have to say- Props to them for using it to not only have Mario and Luigi pop out of them, but they tactfully used it in a sex scene later on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You never see that kind of artistry anymore. No, they no. really cared about the medium. Yeah, there was uh, attention to detail. Uh, the devil's in the details. And I appreciate that with browsers. They, um, they bring it. Although it was a warp pipe. So, Mike, I have to ask, I mean... How realistic is it for someone to get a blowjob while leaning into a warp pipe? Because it seems like half your body would be sucked through. I, I don't know this, the speed of which uh, or the intensity of which it'll grab you. I, you know, as that was never in the style guide. So that's hard for me to say exactly. Okay. I would say that, you know, warp pipes are famous for having something called piranha plants, which are those plants that pop up and bite. So I, it would be ill-advised to, you know, 
try to fuck using a warp pipe because you mm-hmm. never know what could happen safety wise. But I don't think it's outside the realm of possibility. Maybe that's part of their kink, though. You know, maybe they, you know, it's a sort of masochistic, I want to lose my lower extremities while getting a blowjob sort of thing. I, you know, I'm not going to judge someone's kink and um, I'm going to be open to it. I will say this about the Brazzers one. Uh, both of them had terrible sex. Um, <laughs> but, but the Brazzers one, all of those performers I've seen in other videos, and you could tell how little they wanted to do this one. Like, you could tell how not committed to the bit they were and how quick. Like, it was almost like, it was almost like they were like, all right, just just let's do this. Come on. Come on, guys. Like, just stick it in. Just just get it over with because none of us want to be doing this. Well, I mean, it's it's interesting because, so for instance, we, we uh, the last porn that I critiqued with Alice was the goo place or the good place. It was that... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it was, yes, it it does deserve that. It was very, very good. And it was by the same makers as Wood, it was the Wood Rocket people. Yeah, and we went to the bad place because we watched it. Exactly. We were were going to to the bad place, but uh, we're currently in it. But it it had such backstory. And I feel like both of these just, just kind of just, just rushed it. You know, I feel like you could go through all the levels with all the fucking, you could be so like, just go through all, I mean, there's so many things you could fuck in this. Maybe I'm just, I don't know, too into the imagination, but. I feel like Mario porn's a lot like the Cats movie, whereas if you animated it, it'd be great, but you, you tried <laughs> to do it live action and you ruined it. Speaking of cats porn, I'd be curious because I know for a very short time on Twitter, it was training release the, the, the cat butthole. anus cut, the yeah. butthole cut. The yeah. butthole cut. So uh, supposedly there are cats buttholes out there on, you know, in someone's uh, production room, you know, on the editing floor. What furry is going to bid money on that? Because I'd like to know (laughs) who wants to see Taylor Swift's cat butthole. I would pay for that. Yeah, absolutely. Rebel Wilson. I don't know how much I would pay for that. I mean, at least $35.50, maybe maybe $72. I don't know, roughly around there. I bet if you Google it, someone's already Photoshopped the butthole on her. I think there are versions of what what people would like to think is the butthole version. They they do their own. People have a people have a lot of time on their hands and a lot of very strong right. interests. Forensic and, uh, experts have have built a clay model of what they think the cat butthole would look like. Unfortunately, some of the porns uh, are too low budget, so they just uh, use cut scenes of actual cat buttholes. <laughs> That's great. I would love that if it was just. <laughs> yep. Yep. Just the director and, you know, I could just see them going to a shelter and just, you know, <laughs> come here, Scrappy, get over here. <laughs> Show me your butthole. Come on. Show me your butthole. Just, just like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, good. Do good. it for some catnip. More butthole. <laughs> so speaking of buttholes. Mm, yes, yeah. go on. Here we go. Going back to the porn. So in the browsers, I mean, it's a pretty simple setup. I mean, what happens, Mike? If you've never seen the porn, the one minute recap. If you've never because seen the porn. It literally was what It one really minute. was one minute. <laughs> If you've never seen the porn, and who among us haven't, Princess Peach Toadstool is chained with her hands behind her up to a ceiling by Bowser, King Koopa, depending on your era of playing the games. And it looks like he's up to no good. And then uh, Mario and Luigi appear, and basically they beat the shit out of Bowser. Princess Peach Toadstool, what have you, says like, hey, that was it was consensual, so first of all, you guys made assumptions that are kink-shaming. She doesn't say that. That's implied. Uh, but it was consensual and they're like, oh, whatever. Do you still, and then, and then she goes like, you guys messed up my sex. So you have to fuck me now, which seems like a weird, uh, turn. But anyway, so she's basically like, you ruined, you ruined the sex I planned with this, with this gentleman that you just beat up. It was consensual. So it was cool. Uh, do you want to have sex with me? And they're like, yeah, of course. And so then they have sex with her. Okay. Let's talk about the Bowser costume for a second. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Because the Bowser costume, It was essentially they went to Party City and they got a dinosaur costume and they said, fuck, we can't find a Bowser head. Did we just not have the budget? Wait, we're going to go into the costume room. We have a skull head. A skull head, yeah. It was like a skeleton Bowser, you know, boned down and had this child. Right. I, I felt, yeah. Really spent all the money on the set. Like they all really of their did. trip to Michael's went to the set. They blew their <laughs> wad on the set, yeah. you know. I mean, and I... <laughs> I know they did. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I was definitely disappointed in the costume. I was, though, impressed by the costumes of uh, Tony and Kieran, uh, especially the lack of underwear, which was very obvious as they emerged from their warp pipes. I noticed yeah. these things. It's those small details of uh, 
the bouncing of the wang to and fro as it flies in the breeze. Yeah. Um, and also the the dedication to the Mario action and running that that uh, Tony. <laughs> yeah, he did. He know? did. He made he a little really, effort to it. He, yeah. Even when he even when he kicked Bowser slash Skeletor, he was definitely in character, and I like yeah. that. You know, I mean, it was for a minute and a half or whatever it was. It was it moved quickly. <laughs> Which I can't I can't say the same about the other one. It moves quickly is also the compliment you give to any work of art that a friend asks you for notes on that you have no compliments for. <laughs> You're like, oh, it really moved quickly. It really moved quickly. You really got through it fast. <laughs> oh, anything specific? I'd rather not. I'm dumb. Yeah. I don't know. I think the best acting that there was in that entire first porn parody that we watched was Bowser. Because yeah. he he just laid after uh, Mario beat the shit out of him, he just laid on the background. He just laid dead the entire time while they were having sex. Look, there were cutscenes in this specific porn we watched. And if you are a Patreon, we will message you this yes. specific porn. Yes. However, you know those cutscenes weren't just like 30 seconds long. They no. probably did like two hours of filming. The poor guy just laid there for like a solid, like an hour or two. You know, he took like a clonopin and took a nap. Right. Got to have continuity. You know? Everyone yeah. knows it. Yeah, absolutely. Again, I, do they have script supers on uh, on porns? I feel like they should. Maybe they do. I don't know. I'm sure higher end ones do. Yeah, I bet they do. Script supers? Script supervisor. They're the ones that basically make sure that everything, like, there's continuity. So like, right. say, for instance, if someone picks up a pen with their left hand, they continue to do so or they right. stand a certain way. Yeah. You know when like you're watching porn and they cut to a different angle and suddenly yeah. the lamp's moved and you're like, I can't do this. Like, you know, she's jerking him yes. with his like left hand. Right. But like, and you know, like, yeah, exactly. There's something in her eye and it's just, you know, you notice that you gotta, is, he a, is, is he your stepfather or stepbrother? We don't know. Keep yeah, switching. gotta commit. <laughs> is this like clueless where, you know, you guys used to be step siblings and not anymore? <laughs> Why don't people talk about that more? That was so weird. Sorry. You're allowed to. Paul Rudd was her stepbrother. I mean, yes, he's hot. I very much approve of the relationship, but still, it was weird. Paul Rudd, if you're listening to this, email us info at twogirlsonemike.com or your assistant. Email us. <laughs> what, you, a, what am I? You, you know look what? fantastic. <laughs> Isn't he like 462 years old, but just looks like he's 25 always? He's just as old as Keanu Reeves. Oh, God. Stop it. Connecting to everything. A, a very young Paul Rudd is in one of the first Super Nintendo commercials. What? what? That's right. Yeah. And he loves... Genuinely the same. <laughs> right? He looks vampire. The same. He looks Paul the same. Rudd is a vampire. Yep. That I oh. want to have sex with, but he's still a vampire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of sex and Nintendo, I forgot to mention this yes. fun little tidbit. So you know how I mentioned Super Horneo Brothers. Yes. Nintendo owns the rights to it. That's oh. right, they do. It is the only porn parody that a non-porn company seems to own the rights to. Did they buy it after it came out, I guess? I'm assuming that they wanted to... They bought yes. it, so it wasn't distributed. But yet it is on Pornhub. You are welcome. I'm going to fun. And there's not just one version. It's Super Horneo Brothers 1 and 2. So it was successful enough for a sequel. Right. <laughs> 2 is actually Doki Doki Panic in Japan. That was for one listener. Anyway, don't listen. Don't, let's go on. Let's move <laughs> on. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that I did that. <laughs> Sorry. I'm so sorry. I, I'm sorry, you guys. <laughs> All right. So we're going to get into an argument about this next one because it was by Wood Rocket. And I have to say that you guys may not have enjoyed it, but I loved it. So let's talk about Bowsette porn because this mm -hmm. is a very specific niche. Yeah. Sure. So yeah. first off, Mike, Natalia, do you guys know the origin of Bowsette porn? Oh, yes, I do. Yes. Ooh. Uh, do, you want me, do you want me to jump into it or do yes, you want to go please. with it? Uh, so in... Um, I believe it's new Super Mario Brothers U. It might be another game. There's like a crown that you can put on someone and it turns them into a version of the princess. And so people are like, okay, what if you put it on Bowser? That would probably turn him into a hot woman. And you know what the internet said? Yes, it does. And so it became the genre of porn where Bowser turns into a very hot woman. Sometimes uh, she still has a penis. Sometimes she doesn't. Uh, sometimes she's having sex with uh, Princess Toadstool. Sometimes she's having sex with Mario. They also have different iterations of it. They have a, a crown on Boo. So there is Boozette, which is a very sort of gothy looking one. I think there are also others. 
But basically, the conceit is that uh, Bowser becomes hot and Mario fucks Bowser. And honestly, it's pretty progressive and everyone's kind of cool with it. Yeah, I mean, the actual comic strip from which it derived from is really interesting because so it launched in September 19th, 2018. It was by a Malaysian artist. He posted it online, and I'm sure he never thought his work was going to go viral and, you know, lead a revolution, clearly. Yeah. A porn revolution, some would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in this comic, Mario and Bowser are shown disheartened after simultaneous marriage proposals to Peach and are rejected. Mm-hmm. So it references, you know, uh, the ending of Super Mario Odyssey. And you're right, you know, it was the Super Crown from Super uh, the Super Mario Brothers U for Nintendo Switch, yep. where Mario consoles Bowser and he reveals he's holding the Super Crown power-up. And Bowser transforms into this female character. Now, to give you guys a description, you know, it's like Peach, except if she was wearing a black strapless dress, fangs, large horns protruding from the sides of her head, uh, Bowser's spiked attire and shell. So she still has some, uh, you know, Bowser-ish features. Right. Now, when this launched uh, within the same week, bear in mind, Bowser's searches didn't exist before September 22nd. But a-, a week after launch, there were over 3 million searches on Pornhub for Bowser. And that's not including the 300,000 searches containing Bowser. Yeah, yeah. It was a good time for America. <laughs> so if we just take that for the comic strip and what it is, I think the porn lived up to it. Yeah! Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, if, 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 if your, if your uh, standard uh, of grading porn is that it lived up to the comic strip that got people horny, yes. Uh, yes. But... I, it wasn't trying to be a video, the video game or reference of video games as much as it was trying to reference the origin of Bowser, in my opinion. Here's, here's, here's the thing is, and I know this is a porn parody, so this should not okay. be a note coming from me, but there's just too many bits. Like there's so many bits going on and they're making like so many video game references. And the whole time I'm like, we get it. It's a video game thing. It almost made me mad watching it. <laughs> like it was almost like us. Like, I knew there was a time bar where I could skip to the fucking... I was like, guys, come on, just wrap it up. It made me angry watching it. There were so many bits. And again, I know it's a porn parody. It's supposed to be funny because there is somewhere an audience that wants to laugh before they jerk off. Have not met them. Raise his hand. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) For me, I don't need to jump right to the sex, but I want a believable scenario that leads to the sex. I don't want it to be like, we're all like the Pirates of the Caribbean, right? Like, I don't need that. But there were so many bits that even the the K-Fab of the situation was not believable. All right. So let's kind of start from the beginning yeah, of this. So yeah. this was, again, mm-hmm. produced by Wood Rocket. You had Tommy Pistol, April O'Neil. We had Seth's Beard, Vuko. We've seen them all, assuming you, for some reason, watch along to these porn parodies <laughs> with us. This is, this is honestly like one of the first porn parodies I've seen on purpose. Welcome. Welcome to our world. <laughs> You know, I just need a scenario. Uh, Housewife, she's cheating. Pizza. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah, not necessarily pizza, but you know, if it's pizza, but gussied up with a little bit of acting. Again, you mean some mushrooms on the pizza? Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> just like Mario likes. Yeah, but no, I was not familiar with these actors beforehand. That actually would have been funny if they had like somebody delivering a mushroom pizza. In the Super Mario Brothers. Like that, like that. I almost feel like that would have been better than like doing all the bits. Like, you know, that, right? Like if the princess is delivering, you know, or Mario or Luigi, whatever is doing. I mean, I I was hoping for a Mario Luigi gangbang. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I. Don't set your standards so high. I'm sorry. I just feel like. Would you rather see a Mario and Luigi gangbang or a Property Brothers gangbang? Mario and Luigi. Oh, wow. Mario and Luigi, wow, yeah. Choice. Wow, yeah. wow. That's, yeah. that's not the way I would have gone, but okay. No, no, because you know the property brothers are only doing it because they want to bang them each other, not the girl. Yeah, but that's something, too. There's something there, too. The group of six. The Mario and Luigi have the group of six. You put the, they got to do the, the angles right, you know. One in, one out, one in, one out. The group of six. Give me a stereotypical comical Italian. I, I don't need a real Italian. I, I need what someone thinks is an Italian. Vaffangulo, minchia de mare, succo ninchio. I just told you off in Italian. Oh, lovely. You're welcome. <laughs> sorry to the Italians out there that I just butchered your language. I'm very sorry. 
Look, all I'm saying is you begin this specific porn parody where you have Mario and Bowser, although they're doing bits, they are basically arguing and they, instead of a marriage proposal, they want to see who Princess Peach would fuck. Yeah, yeah. So frankly, she does reject both of them, which is in tandem with what the original comic intended. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is what the original art intended. Yeah. Right. Now, what I didn't expect, and this is where I could take a little contention, um, is that you had uh, the Toad character who basically uh, the princess goes off with instead, where after Princess Peach uh, rejects both uh, Mario and Bowser, uh, which, by the way, let's also bear in mind that this Bowser costume was at least an upgrade. Yes, it was definitely an upgrade. But it was an upgrade from awful. So it was an upgrade to like terrible. (laughs) It wasn't good. Like, don't go in. Don't, don't. I'm not saying it was great. It was good. Bowser heads going into this. Don't expect much. I wouldn't kick that Bowser out of bed. I'm just saying that. (laughs) Speaking of Bowser, let's talk about the original Bowser for a second. I mean, Bowser was originally sketched, you know, as an ox. But the drawings are misinterpreted by the animator as a turtle. So, I mean, people have always thought, you know, Bowser might be a dragon, but he's definitely a turtle. And as Natalia and I know from reviewing 10 Inch Mutant Ninja Turtles, Bowser definitely has a turtle penis and it's huge. Yes, he's... According to Turtle Canon. Yeah. I will say... uh, The Terrapins... According to Nintendo, he's a Koopa, which is its own thing. Just like how Donkey Kong's not a gorilla, he is a Kong. Mm-hmm. So we don't really know. We don't know. Then the situation of Bowser's schlong. Okay, well, we don't. We back don't. to the drawing board. I'll, t- I'll try to ask. Yes, please. I, I, I mean, as somebody who, you know, I, I know a lot about uh, animal penises. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The baculum is very popular. Like, for instance, if he was an ox, he would have a baculum, which is a penis bone. Oh. If he was a, uh, I, I don't, I can't remember the back, if turtles have baculums. Oh, my God. Hold on, Alice. My my turtle penis knowledge is waning right now. Give me one it's second. It's okay. I'm right now Googling uh, Koopa penises. Turtle dicks. Um, t- if anybody wants to check out my search history, terrifying sex organs of male turtles. Okay. I, okay. It's the ventral surface of the cloaca, which the cloaca is a, a, an organ in a lot of birds. Like, for instance, I have chickens in my backyard. The cloaca is where they lay eggs, have uh, cloaca kissing, which is like sex, and also shit. Um, I call it the hat trick of holes. But the turtles here, hold on. Um, turtle penises, male organ. <laughs> I should, hmm. We want to be accurate, Mike. I'm very big. Oh, yeah, they have a hook at the end of their penis. That's oh, not terrifying that's not or anything. Good. No, that that's... Uh, that's, that's if you want to just kill the show. You're like, you know, get get the hook. Yeah, that's how I like to end all my sex acts is by getting the hook. Just a big wooden hook. Just a, just a big giant <laughs> turtle penis hook. Um, well, actually, you just hide it in your vagina. Yeah. Oh, I, I have one in right now. I, oh, I Right now. Um, right. Animal genitalia. It's a great protective measure. Women, if you don't have contraception, just stick a hook in it. Just stick a hook. Sweet purple Jesus. Uh, It does two things. So number one, you definitely won't have them coming inside you. Number two, if it happens, it's like a built-in self-abortion, right? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. just exactly. That's how it works. It's like a coat hanger inside Right? Oh, dear God. I'm going to hell. Speaking of coat hangers, actually. Oh, God. Go on. (laughs) Go on, Alice. All right. No. uh, Work with me on this. Yes. I'm here. I'm here to help. So do you guys remember like last year uh, when we had a less quarantine time and uh, all the southern states were like banding together to uh, basically ban abortion? Yes. I. Oh, my God. That was just a year ago. Yes. Go on. Go on. Sorry. I was thinking about doing a fundraiser at the time, but I never followed through with it. And Google (laughs) reminded me because it said, hey, do you want to renew these domains, which were uh, coat hangers for kids? (laughs) (laughs) And I think I should. I feel like coat hangers for no kids might be a little bit better. (laughs) You can have like your own Cars for Kids song. Coat hangers for kids. I would have a little brother, but I have a coat hanger. 
<laughs> oh no! I'm Look, gonna, all I'm saying is, should guys write in? Should I renew CodeHangersForKids.com as well as CodeHangersForKids.org to set up the nonprofit foundation to send out coat hangers instead of abortions? Because I can't afford giving everyone an abortion. <laughs> I think the answer is yes. Yes, it right. is. <laughs> the answer is yes. But I could also sell it to the highest bidder. You could also sell it you to could. the highest bidder. You could make thirty-five dollars. Seventy-two fifty in this could be economy. Yours. Yes. I think I still own Aslandia.com. <laughs> I don't know why I bought it, but I thought it was fun. So going back to the point. Yeah. Uh, so toad. Toads are genderless, aren't they? No, they're not. There's there's male and female toad characters. Although, like, again, it depends on the game you're looking at and the time of the era of the game being made. But there's there's men and women. We don't know how their sex organs function or whether or not they're mammals or toads. I think they're just called toads, so they might be mushroom people which have spores. So we don't know. Because I read an interview where the Nintendo producer, uh, Coach, he, he mentioned that toads are a genderless race, but they take on gendered characteristics. Oh, that might be it. Yeah, and he clarified that actually, and here's my favorite part about this. He said that Toad and Toadette aren't romantically involved, but they're just a the closest of friends and adventure pals, which is pretty damn beautiful. That's because so I would sweet. love to have an adventure pal. She shot him the fuck down, man. She yeah, went for she... it. She was like, dude, come on. You just you're you're like a third tier person in this castle. He didn't get friend zoned, he got toad zoned. Got oh man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was bummed, but oh, he understood. He was cool about it though. He was cool about it. It wasn't weird. No, no, no. He pulled up a stool and he was fine. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, um, no, I think it's interesting, though, just the, the idea that when Mario does, you know, get a, the whole getting a toad stool or, you, you know, he gets bigger. That's the whole sort of like Alice in Wonderland, sort of, you know, the Super Mario, yeah. the whole uh, magic mushroom link into magic mushrooms thing. Because I, I'm when I was a kid, I didn't realize how much this was about psychedelics until I was older. And you being inside the Nintendo world, was that ever brought up? The fact I mean, that it, this had... Yeah, it was known. That's definitely like a thing that, like the Alice in Wonderland connection, mm -hmm. it was known. And also something to keep in mind sort of like culturally is it was a Japanese creator looking at something Western and using that yes. trope. So it wasn't necessarily like a one-to-one -one thing. Okay. But it's definitely like known, but I don't think it was necessarily, and I don't know this for sure, so I could be very wrong. I think it was honestly more the Alice in Wonderland thing than it was sort of the 1960s, 70s revival of that trope yes. in the hallucinogenic okay. way. But I could okay. be wrong. No, I just remember, you know, being a kid and thinking that was very funny. And then, as, you know, again, my dad loved playing this video game very much. And that was um, my dad is a I think I probably talked about it on the show before. A big fan of the Magic Mushrooms. Yeah. He used to go Christmas shopping every year on Magic Mushrooms. And I would get... I didn't realize this at the time, and I would get the weirdest of gifts. That sounds cool, though. Yeah, yeah. Every year, apparently, he'd go uh, Christmas shopping with Bill uh, Shumo, his his best pal, and they would go to like department stores looking for gifts for their wives and their kids and stuff. And I remember one time he like apparently poured a whole bottle of perfume on his friend's hand. But I remember getting shirts that just said like albacore with a fish on it and yeah. not under and not understanding it because I'm like 12 years old and I wanted like something cool and hip because I'm 12 and I've got like, you know, 80s hair and I want to like, you know, whatever. And my dad was just going off of what he felt was right while <laughs> high on mushrooms. So, you know, it, it made sense that he connected with this game so much. <laughs> I mean, I would say not many kids had a t-shirt with a tuna on it that said albacore. It was special, Alice. It was a very special t-shirt. I wish I still had it. Oh, man. I don't know. I've been... I Okay, so I have a friend who gave me some magic mushrooms, like I mentioned in, early on in the show pre-pandemic. But a couple people have told me that if you are someone who quickly gets into... How can I put it? Um, a worrying state to not take it and i don't know i feel like being in quarantine is just a bad idea because i'm always in a worrying state but i don't know that's also post-pandemic i'm also going to be in a worrying state so should i ever take mushrooms but if there's like a situation where you do feel comfortable like if if like laying down on your bed and listening to music you sort of feel more relaxed that's not too bad mm -hmm. or if like you you can safely like sort of like if the shower is a place that you feel really comfortable, that's always kind of a nice place as long as you feel safe, like you won't fall or anything like that. It can definitely feel bad if you already feel bad. So I wouldn't like take it to relieve anxiety. 
But if there's a situation at home you're comfortable in, it can be really good. Like, you know, I've done it with friends where you just like queue up beforehand, queue up a ton of music videos that you like that are not stressful and just sort Mm -hmm. of like sink into the couch and watch that. Okay. Yeah. I will bear that in mind. The last time I did mushrooms, it was right before Christmas. And I'm a big fan of Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas Special by the Muppets. And my girlfriend and I watched uh, watched that while uh, on mushrooms. I unfortunately they weren't the best mushrooms, so I got a bad tummy ache. They can give you a tummy ache sometimes. Yeah, they do so, that. They do that yeah. time. Yeah. Aww. So my girlfriend um, has Zofran, and so I was able to take anti nausea meds. But still, um, yeah, you got to be prepared for that. So have some tums on hands, or if you have Zofran. But I I like doing it if you know, like for instance, I live in Red Hook, which is basically not New York anymore. I live in the middle of nowhere. So like if I were to do it, I would probably just walk around near the ocean and stuff like that. I like being kind of in nature a little bit if I have that opportunity. But it's tough, you know. I mean, obviously, right now. Or I have my backyard, which has chickens in it. But I, I think my chickens would just get scared if I <laughs> were on mushrooms. I just want to touch them a lot. And they probably wouldn't like that. <laughs> I don't know. I think there's a lot of opportunities to do them. I mean, I know that they're looking at – so scientists are looking at how mushrooms can help with depression and anxiety because they deal with uh, serotonin and um, basically connectivity within the brain the science of it. And so there's some people that have too much connectivity in the brain and are depressed and 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 it, it just kind of changes the connectivity up some. So mushrooms are seen as potentially a treatment for depression and anxiety. But again, like Mike said, if you're in a bad spot mentally, if you're already kind of depressed, you know, it's like, I mean, I've done acid too. Like acid, if you're in a bad spot mentally, not a good thing to do. Yeah. You know, you can, yeah. it, it's, I prefer to be on any sort of hallucinogenics. And I like, I really do like, I, I, I waited till I was probably 33, 34 years old before I even really did hallucinogenics. I was well, an older person. I like doing it in a place where I can be by myself or choose to be around people. So I can kind of go like, kind of go in and out yeah. seamlessly. At home safely is kind of the best place to do it the first time. Yeah. I think Teddy, which is, Alice's sweet dog. Are we allowed to mention Teddy? Yeah, we're allowed to mention Teddy. Teddy's an amazing small dog. He is he is wee, but he is mighty. And um, he would be a great emotional mushroom dog. I think you need to get, I want to get him a little mushroom costume or a little maybe a, a Princess Peach or Toadstool costume. See, I can't help but wonder, will I forget to walk my dog or will I forget about my dog if I'm on trucks? You might. You might. <laughs> you might. But also, oh, like, great. mushrooms aren't as strong as, like, they're not as strong as acid. So it's not like, yeah. in all likelihood, you're not going to, like, go to another place in time. You know, it's more just, like, things, like, you'll look at, like, a poster and it'll be a little wavy. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? So don't expect it to be, like, a full journey into the center of the earth. By the way, if you have those types of drugs that are a full journey to the center of the earth, email us, info at twogirlsonemike.com. <laughs> We don't mind having drug dealers. We don't mind. We welcome them. Hello. Patreon exclusive. You're a drug dealer. (laughs) Right? And if you're a cop, we will delete that email. (laughs) Oh, my God. But getting back to the porn. Getting back to all. Getting back yeah. to the porn. I do want to point out that Mario is one of those characters that even though he's appeared in, what, 200 plus video games? Always, always. Always with a mustache. A mustache is always in with Mario. He's never like, uh, like, right, Mike? Help yeah. me out. Yeah. Like the mar- the mustache is non-negotiable. non-negotiable. It is what it is. It appeared in the eighties when mustaches were still a thing. When like, Ma- you know, um, Magnum PI uh, was, you know, right and high. I just feel like it's that dedication to a mustache that I really do appreciate with Mario. Yeah, a mustache ride. I mean, like he is a guaranteed mustache ride, no matter what. But the mustache on the actor, the fake mustache, is so loosely hanging. It is hanging by a thread that you, that, and again, not to bring back the quality, but, like, there's multiple Please. scenes where they struggled to kiss because the mustache is clearly, like, in the way of it. Sort of, like, early on when they, okay, so, like, so they agree that the princess has rejected him. They get the crown. You don't really see the transformation. It's just suddenly Bowser is a hot woman who's wearing fishnets. That was weird. Yes, that was weird. Yes. Wearing fishnets, despite the fact that he wasn't wearing fishnets before, so that was added magically. Uh, excuse you, maybe he was under his clothing. Under his skin? <laughs> under his bare skin? Yes. 
And then uh, they're like, okay, we're going to have sex now. And struggles to pull out his penis. <laughs> okay, let's bear in mind two amazing facts. Number one. Tommy Pistol as Mario has sex through his overalls the entire time. The whole entire, oh yeah, he, yeah, that I, you didn't like that? I didn't love it. There's no, uh, everything I loved you it. guys liked, I did not like. I like to see someone naked personally, so I think I would have liked yeah. it, like him fucking through his overalls for the first five minutes and then him being like, it's time to take these overalls off, princess. You know, like that would have been nice, you know? I am so glad he kept him on though. He's like, I'm going to fuck you on my Mario Kart bed, which is a funny joke, but then that's there the rest of the video. And so you have to live with that. I wish they had a toadstool they could have fucked on. Yeah. Or on the girl that was the toadstool. That would have been funny. No, I, I'm glad they didn't fuck on Vuko. Oh, I'm, I'm, she's I'm so glad cute. she's safe. I'm, she's so cute, but no. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> okay, because they ended up boating on, he said, on his Mario Kart. Yes. Which just happened to be a child's bed that was, you know, a car. Yeah. I mean, they're both short people. Correct. However, when do you ever get to see that in porn? When do you ever get to see children's cars bed people boning on them? I don't know. Usually when I'm watching porn, I'm not like, how often do I get to see things that children have? It's just yeah. not what I first think of. <laughs> like, I'm not like, I'm not like, oh, there's a, there's a mobile over a crib. They're going to fuck at a crib. Like, I Look never, at that I don't elf think poster. That. <laughs> right. I had that. I had that elf poster when I was eight. Well, oh, then. they're fucking on California raisin sheets. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> California raisin sheets. It's just okay. Um, no, you're right. I was impressed that they had sex in that very small twin bed. But yes, I would have appreciated more surfaces. I would have appreciated a B story, and I would have appreciated different levels. I think like it would have been nice if Mario fucked his yeah. way through the levels. Personally, like you know, I think browsers, even though it was much shorter and a lead in, and like the the penis just sort of appeared. It was like, we should have sex. And then like the dick's in her mouth. And you're like, whoa, wait, yeah, huh, yeah. wait, whoa. Uh. But I still felt like um, at least there was, I don't know. I, I feel like uh, I'm used to Wood Rocket having more backstory. I think <laughs> more for plot. the short amount of time they committed to this. And, you know, frankly, again, the plot was the Bowsette origin story. Yeah. And they did have a, a reference to, to Donald Trump. Did they? Well, this is my question, and I, I actually should have double-checked this, but Alice, do you know when this was made? In 2018, when Bowsette porn was hot. 2018. Because they, when, uh, what's her name? The Toadstool. When Stormy Vuko, Daniels? Well, that's the thing. I, I think Stormy Daniels would have been great for this. But anyway, when Vuko is like, you know, goes oh, off. I was thinking mushroom. Yeah. And yeah. When she goes off to fuck the princess, they say, oh, that just looks like an old, greedy micro-penis. That has to be a Trump reference, correct? Maybe. Yeah, like, that, I thought the same thing. I thought that might have been that, yeah. You know, I don't, but I think it might have been before Stormy Daniels came out to say that his mushroom looked like a toadstool. Although they might have had insider information, maybe. Is Wood Rocket the next Simpsons where they predict stuff and it comes to life? <gasps> oh my God. It's very possible. I have to say, though, one of my personal favorite things though out of this porn that I kind of want to apply to real life one time in my life at least is that when Bowser offers Mario a drink prior to turning into Bowsette it's fireball and he fill yes. and he fills it out of a water cooler I want a water cooler filled with fireball yeah you can get that you can do that now Alice I know what to get I know I'm going to get you a jock strap right for for Christmas Thank and I know so for Alice you're going to get a cooler full of fireball because you are one classy lady. That's what you are, Alice. You're my classy little lady. Thank you. That's what you are. That, yeah, I, it was impressive. I like that that they made the fireball reference. I didn't, you know what I didn't like about the Wood Rocket version? And I love, you know, I love Tommy Pistol. I think he's fantastic. I just didn't, I wanted it, I wanted to pick up the cadence. Go faster. Go faster. And I felt like they were kind of dragging it out a little bit. That was the, my the thing. Sex? Not the sex. The sex, well, yeah, maybe yeah, the, the sex, sex too. Yeah, the sex wasn't great either, yeah. Yeah, the sex was kind of like, yeah. And I love April O'Neil. Like, I didn't watch the sex, so I can't comment. It, it, it was, you're not missing much. 
It was okay. It was not, yeah. I've seen them have better. Let's just put it that way. Like, for instance, Fap to the Future, I feel like those sex scenes were better. Yeah, April O'Neil killed it in Fap to the Future. She really did a great job. And, 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 yeah. Mike? Cock Brown. We are serious with it. No, I believe you. I believe you. It's actually, Mike, I feel like you'd, you'd appreciate Fap to the Future. That was the first, that was when I was on as a guest. And it was, it was a lot of fun. But no, this one, I feel like, um, they were drawing out the just even the talking like the back and forth was really slow and in comedy it's all about pacing pacing and it was so freaking slow i'm like come on like come you know and so many bits just so many too bits. many bits yeah too many bits like you guys say too many i i think it's you know the more bits the better well they yeah the eight bit geraldo rivera awesome and then the second one was something about and then it was a tombstone game character on nes so all I could think about was he was cock holiday or something. I don't know. But that was the joke about, you know, him being some sort of weird character on. But are they team. aware they're in a video game? I don't know. I love the bit, though, that Bowser wasn't aware that kidnapping princesses was a terrible that, thing. I wasn't. I, I didn't hate that bit. That bit wasn't That bad, was funny. That was, all yeah. of the Mario jokes. I was like, come on, buddy. Come on. We don't need this. Or do we? Wood Rocket, if, if you're if you're hiring. uh <laughs> You know, if it's a WGA job, I will take it. Have the co-head writer a full French, full, uh, full, full frontal, pro- right? Full frontal. I, I, yeah, I yeah. can't pronounce shit today, but full frontal with Samantha B right. can also help co-write for Wood Rocket. Yes, you can hit the WGA minimum. Serious? <laughs> what is the WGA minimum? I'm not familiar I, with the specific accounting term. That would I would classify this under narrative. I don't know what it is for narrative. A lot, probably. It's a lot, and I want residuals. <laughs> There are no residuals in porn from what I'm aware of. There should be. There should be. There should be, but there aren't. The residuals are called STDs. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, come on. I'm ah, <laughs> just kidding. No, I, uh, I've i always wanted – well, I, I actually have been writing quarantine erotica lately just because – Yeah, and I, I do – I actually uh, had mentioned because of what's going on with COVID, just I think that there's a real missed opportunity, and I hope I actually tweeted that – Tommy Pistol and Leroy Myers of the Wood Rocket fame should do Zoom porn, like a Zoom meeting porn, where it's two actors, clearly not in the same room, but they're having sex. You can see the penis going yeah. like going out of frame and into a vagina, but they're, clearly they're not in the same place. I think there's a lot of fun you could have with a Zoom meeting gone. Very fun. And like group sex. I mean, it could be really just people touch. I just think it could be fun. See, there have been a number of porn stars who are doing Zoom meeting porns. Thank you, G. But are they not in the same room? I guess so, right? No. Yes. They're not. Awesome. No, that's, yeah, that would be. Like, I know Angela White participated in one. I think Brooklyn Chase was also in it. Awesome. uh, And a few others. But, uh, yeah, no, they were all in their, like, uh, separate bedrooms, you know, doing their thing on a Zoom meeting call. That See, that's what, I, I feel like doing a porn parody would be really funny that way. I think that would be, I don't know. A porn parody of. Of COVID-19. Zoom call. Hi, Angela from the office. How are you doing? I am fine. You look awfully nice today. Your breasts look very pert in that shirt. I don't know. You know, but yes, if they're doing that, then never mind. I will zip my mouth because clearly they're they're doing the thing that I thought of. But yeah, I write quarantine porn. The things that, you know, lots of sourdough starters, lots of unwashed body parts, things of that sort. A lot of pungent body parts things of yeah yeah mm-hmm. look people are constantly looking for new uh, content natalia i think there's a market for this <laughs> thank you so we're wrapping up uh mike uh where can our listeners find you uh you can find me on twitter at mike drucker you can also find me on instagram at mike drucker is dead um and you know uh <laughs> once you're done with watching porn uh full frontal with samantha b wednesdays 10 30 p.m on tbs the superstation they don't call it that anymore, but I will forever. Did they ever really call it that? Oh, yeah. It was TBS, the Superstation. That's what it was called in like the 90s. <laughs> That's adorable. It's amazing. You're going to try bringing it back to Never no will. avail. They don't no. want it. I do. No. Well, it takes us one person, maybe two. <laughs> <laughs> Natalia, where can our listeners find you? Oh, 
weeping hysterically in a lump in my apartment. Um, no, I can be found on Twitter at Natalia13Reagan, same with Instagram, and then also at Behold Natalia on Instagram. I do silly David Attenborough impression videos of all things flora and fauna. So yeah, come find me. And then also at NataliaReagan.com. And if you want to star in one of Natalia's quarantine porns, Please write in to us at info at twogirlsonmike.com or just hit us up on Patreon uh, where you could interact with us and help support the show at patreon.com slash twogirlsonmike uh, or just go to twogirlsonmike.com and hit the support button. I'm Alice Vaughn. You guys can find me at Rational Blonde. You guys can find all things show related at TGOM Podcast. We have a Facebook, an Instagram, a Twitter uh, we don't have a porn parody yet. If you and or Natalia <laughs> want to write one. I did see that somebody sent me two girls, one quarantine or something like that. So I don't know. I feel like we can do something. We need to. We do we have to, a slash fic. Mike, let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk. Let's. Uh, let's sure. Yeah. 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 Mm, mm, mm. But guys, you guys could always tune in next week. Tell your friends, tell your, I guess, family. Uh, My dad's tell- a huge listener. <laughs> yeah, they have they have kids' toys in it, so tell your kids. <laughs> <laughs> tell the people you're having Zoom meetings with. Zoom meetings. Yeah. I'm using air quotes. <laughs> Natalia, this is the podcast. People couldn't see your fingers. <laughs> guys, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.